Thank you for listening to this message from the pulpit of New Grace Baptist Church in Roanoke, Virginia. We hope the message you are about to hear is a blessing to you and your family. I know this has been a little different, but this has been good, hasn't it? I mean, we can go back to church being boring if y'all want, but uh, I kind of enjoyed this today. I know it's a little late and I still got to preach, uh, and I'll, I'll talk quick, you listen quick, but... Uh, uh, we do need to listen to the Word of God, but I think anytime we come together and we are encouraged and we're blessed and we are spend a whole time just praising God for what He's done and asking God to do something great, I think, I think God has been lifted up this morning. But Nehemiah chapter 6, Nehemiah chapter 6. Now, uh, this is going to be hard for me because I love the book of Nehemiah and as I was looking at it this week, uh, I just like, I could spend a month or two just looking through the book of Nehemiah and so I am. I'm going to cancel the, the sermon series I had scheduled for next week, and we're going to start looking through the book of Ezra and Nehemiah. Because in the book of Ezra, Haggai, Esther, Malachi, and Nehemiah, they all re- record the same events, the return of Israel from Babylonian captivity. Uh, the return began about 50 years after their captivity, uh, on, and they, begin, they go back to rebuild the temple of God. And the project, the... To, building of the temple, the rebuilding of the city, the rebuilding of the wall. It's all finished about 152 years after the Babylonian captivity, uh, about 430 B.C., but it began in 538, and it took place in in three phases. I'm just going to give you a brief history real quick. Zerubbabel was the first person to go back to Israel from Babylon, a group of about 6,000 Israelites with him, with the intention of rebuilding the temple of God. Uh, Sixty years later, Ezra was with God. He's calling him to accomplish great things through his power and through his ability. So he wants them to put their trust and their faith in him first, then obey his call to see God do a great work through them. In 2 Corinthians, Paul, he's writing to the Corinthian church, and they're struggling under some oppression and some, some, some difficult times in the church, and he reminds them of churches in Macedonia that were used by God to do incredible things. They, they saw a lot of people saved. They gave great amounts of money uh, to the ministry of God, even though they were poor, and they just did wonderful things for God. And he says in 2 Corinthians... 8.28.5, first they gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. So what Paul is teaching us and what Nehemiah, Ezra, and all these other people in these stories are telling us is if we want to be used of God, if we want to see God do great things through us, we first have to give ourselves to God. There is nothing that we cannot accomplish as God's children if we are not fully submitted to His will and His Spirit and obey what He commands us to do. But before we give ourselves to God, there's some things we got to do. So look at Nehemiah chapter 6. I just want to read two verses real quick. Again, I'm really kind of getting out of my comfort zone not giving you six you know, years of history there. But anyway, verse 15. So the wall was finished in the 20 and 50th day of the month. Elul in the in fifty and two days, and it came to pass that when our enemies heard thereof, and all the heathen that were about us saw these things, they were much cast down in their own eyes, for they perceived that this work was wrought of our God. So, one hundred and fifty years after 
Zerubbabel goes back to rebuild the temple. Nehemiah finally finishes the wall. But the wall didn't take 150 years. The wall took them 52 days, which was an incredible feat in that time. Not just because the scale of the work, but because the entire time they were working, they were facing opposition. They were having people try to stop them. They were, it got so bad, they had to work with one hand and keep a sword in the other hand because they were afraid of being attacked. But despite all the opposition, despite all the pressure to stop that they faced, they finished it in 52 days, which was an incredible feat. And the enemies of God saw this incredible work, and they knew God was in that. God had accomplished something through them. They, the enemies took notice, and they realized that they were being used of God, and so it scared them. By the end of Nehemiah, the, the temple is rebuilt, the worship is reestablished, and the wall was finished. But now what they had lost in the Babylonian captivity, what they had lost to the attack of the enemy, finally restored. They had revitalized the city. Now, of course, submitting to God had a whole lot to do with that, and we're going to look at that in the next several weeks. But really, one of the major factors that had to do with their being used of God in such an incredible way is found in Nehemiah chapter 4. So turn back to Nehemiah chapter 4. We're going to look at one verse, verse number 6. <clears throat> so built we the wall, and the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. And here's what I want to focus on. For the people had a mind to work. They submitted to God, yes. But they submitted to God because they had a desire to do something for God. They had a desire to get up, get busy, and be used of God. They had a desire to see the work done. See, they didn't sit back and wait for it to happen. Nehemiah didn't show up and say, hey, we're going to rebuild this wall. And they're like, yeah, great, let's rebuild the wall. And then sit down and wait for Nehemiah to rebuild the wall. No, they said, we're going to rebuild the wall, we're going to help you, we're going to serve with you, we're going to give to the work of the wall, we're going to fight to see the wall done. We want this done just as much, if not more, than the leader, so we have a mind to serve God. God does His work through His people who have a desire and a heart to see Him work through them. Through people that want to see souls saved, that want to see communities transformed, that want to see the world changed. In Nehemiah's day, that was the Israelite people. They were God's people that wanted to be used of God to see a work done. Today, it's us. It's the church. D.O. Moody said this about the church. A great many people have got a false idea about the church. They have an idea that the church is a place to rest in, to get into a nicely cushioned pew, contribute to the charities, listen to the minister and do their share to keep the church out of bankruptcy, and that's all they want. The idea of work for them, actual work in the church, never enters their mind. You are not called to be comfortable. You're not called to sit back and have me tell you all the goals I have for the church and then sit back and say, let's see if he gets it done. Because I guarantee you, I will not. I, I can't get it done. I don't have the time. I've got so much going on that I've got a list 
eight miles long of things I got to get done at the church this week uh, that I should have gotten done last week, that I should have gotten done the week before, that I should have gotten done the week before, but I'm just too busy. So if you're like, hey, let's see if Pastor can start that, 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 uh, that Celebrate Recovery on his own. I can't. Let's see if he can serve straight street on his own. I can't. See if he can get 3,000 tracks knocked, uh, passed out. I can't. Even if I had Brother McCormick, I couldn't. Let's see if he can get 1,500 doors knocked. I can't. I won't be able to do it. So don't, you're not called here to have me give you a big pep. This is what we're going to do. And sit back and say, all right, let's see if you get done. No, no, no. You're called to work. You're called to get behind the vision of Nehemiah and rebuild the wall, but you've got to have a desire to say, you know what, I want to see that done too. I want to see that Celebrate Recovery working and seeing people brought out of addiction and brought out of sexual uh, perversion and brought out of all these dangers, these horrible things that are destroying their relationship. I want to see people served in the community covered. I want to get and reach these teens that are suffering and are vulnerable and I want to be used of God to see them get something done. Yeah, I want to see 3,000 tracks passed out. Yeah, I want to see doors knocked. Yeah, I want to see something done at this church. I want it just as much as he do. You've got to have a mind to work. I've got a mind to work. But I can't rebuild the wall alone. I can't. Everyone has to have a mind to work. And I don't believe anyone here is sitting around thinking, you know what, I don't want to see God work. I'm going to be honest with you. If you're sitting there and you're thinking, you know what, I don't, I don't really care if God does anything. I, with all the love of my heart, find another church. I don't need that spirit here. So if you're sitting here thinking, well, you know what, I think it's fine the way it is. We don't need to change. We don't need to grow. We don't need to reach anybody. You need to find another church. Find someone that doesn't care about people because I care about people. And I think this church cares about people. But if you're like, yeah, I think I would love to see God do something. I think we all have some. We want to see the pews filled. We want to see souls saved. We want to see people baptized. We want to see families getting served and people being changed. But it's not going to happen if every single one of us doesn't say, I have a desire to be used of God to see it done. I have a heart to work. I have a heart to do something. Not just wanting it done, but having a heart to get involved in seeing it done. See, you know, it's, it's January 1st. We probably all have some resolutions. I stopped making resolutions because I never keep them. It's always things I wish I wanted to do. I, I, I wish I wanted to do this, but I'm never going to do it. I don't want you to say, I wish I had a desire to work. No, I want you to say, I have a heart to work. I have a desire to get something done. We need people to, who, can, who can help us achieve these goals. We need people who can teach Sunday school. We need people who can take up the burden of passing out tracks. And look, don't tell me you're too old, because Brother McCormick was 96 years old and he did it. So everybody can pass. If you've got a breath in your body and you can, you can do this... You can pass out a track. Now, if you come to me and you are completely paralyzed in a comatose state and say, I can't do it, I'll agree with you. But until that day, you can say, here you go. Because Brother McCormick did it five times a day to anyone and everyone he came in contact with. We need people to help us in the Celebrate Recovery to serve as ministers to those that we want to serve. We need people to help us knock doors, to invite people to serve in every area. And here's another one. Some of you are thinking, well, I can, I can pass out tracks, but that's all I can do. We need people to take up the mantle of praying for the church. You say, I can't, I can't do my, I can't teach. I, I, don't have the, I can't walk and knock doors. I, you can pray. 
And you can pray that God would send laborers. You can pray that we would continue to have that fire, that desire to see God do things. So you can pray for us. You can pass out tracts. So there's no one here that can say, there's nothing I can do. Yes, there is. And again, if you think, well, there's nothing I want to do, there's, there's five churches within a 10-mile radius. Find one because we need people that have a heart to work. We need people to have a desire to see God do great and mighty things. We need people who believe God's still alive, God's still working, and God still wants to do something through us. If you're here, you have a job to do. Because I'm here to tell you, the temple's not finished. The wall's not finished. There's still a work to do. When will the work be done? When Jesus calls us home. But until then, we've got to have a heart to work. We're called to build. We're called to work. We're called to be used by God to do great things. We live in a lost, broken and world. There are people dying all around us. There are people all around us who need the love of Jesus. I talked about a couple weeks ago. Just, just two blocks down the road, there's the Miracle Motel. Well, if you make it out, it's a miracle you made it out because no one who goes in there makes it out alive because they kill each other and overdose and all kinds. Those people need Jesus. Those people need us to go to them and love on them and preach the gospel to them and see them saved. We can't just write them off like, well, oh well, no, 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 no. They need us. We've got to help build a wall around them. We need to rebuild, to restore, and to repair the wall. And the result will be more people saved and more glory to Jesus. And that's all we want. More glory to Him. When Jesus was on earth, He didn't sit quietly. He got to work. He got His hands dirty. He got involved in lives of broken people. He came to us. He lived a perfect life for us. He died instead of us. And He rose again to redeem us to God the Father. He got the work done because He had a heart to do it. We have the message of hope. We have what the lost world needs. We need to have a heart to work. And here's the thing. We'll see it in Nehemiah in the next couple weeks. When you get a desire to say, I'm going to do something for God, you're going to face opposition. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, you want to do something for God? It's going to be all roses and rainbows and unicorns and no problems in your way. No, 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 no. If you start doing something you don't got no problems, you ain't doing it for God. The enemy's not going to be happy. He's going to throw opposition at us. But if we're faithful and we keep serving, we'll see God do great things. 2 Corinthians 8.5, again, we started with it. And this they did. But first, they gave themselves to the Lord. Will you give yourself to God this year? Will you say, God, I have a heart to work, and I'll do whatever I have to to see that wall rebuilt. Will you be used by Him? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Thank you for listening to this message from New Grace Baptist Church. For more information about New Grace, check out our website at www.reachingroanoke.com.